Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for December 13th, 2019. We're getting towards the end of the year here now. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. This is part 67 of the overall series. The title of today's message is When You Discover Your Purpose, You Discover Your Grace. When you discover your purpose, when you know who you are, when you know what God has called you to do, when you know what God sent you to this planet to do, you also know what you have the grace to perform. When you discover your purpose, you discover your grace. So I like to teach by both precept and example. I've been teaching you principles and precepts in this series for quite some time, for weeks now. And so um, yesterday, or like the last couple of days, we looked at an example. We looked at uh, the prophet Jeremiah. Today, I want to look at Isaiah. So let's go back to our foundational scriptures, John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. The Bible says in John 1 and 14 that Jesus, the word became flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. In verse 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So in this series, we've been learning to just open up our heart to God's grace, to embrace the grace to be the men and women that God has called us to be for such a time as this. And so let's look at somebody um, that that sometimes, you know, uh, I, at least me anyway, I preach a lot of examples and I don't use the prophet Isaiah that much, but I want to use him today. So this is Isaiah 49 verses one and, uh, and five. So in Isaiah 49 and one, the prophet Isaiah said, listen to me. All you folks who are in distant lands, pay attention, you who are far away. He says, the Lord called me before my birth. From within the womb, he called me by name. He says in verse five, he says, the Lord is the one who made me in my mother's womb so that I could be his servant. He wanted me to lead Jacob and Israel back to him. So he was like, man, I know what God has called me to do. And I know that I got this assignment before I was even born. So what does this mean to you on this Friday morning? This is a Friday morning. You got maybe a lot of things to do today and maybe a busy weekend ahead of you as you're getting ready for Christmas, right? And so I know I got a busy weekend. What does this mean to you today? For these next few minutes, I want you to just rid your, your mind and your heart of all distractions. I have six things to share with you, so I'm going to go through these six quickly, but I, I believe they'll be a blessing to you. So here we go. Number one, you have a definite and distinct divine purpose. You do, right? Isaiah wanted people to pay attention to the fact that God called them before he was born. This is an important revelation. It was very important back then, and it's equally important today. When you know that you were called before you were born, you know that you entered into this world for a specific purpose purpose and that purpose is divine. And it doesn't matter whether or not your parents planned for you or not. It doesn't matter whether or not this world says, oh, you were a mistake or you were not supposed to be born or you were a result of this or a result of that. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. God sent you to this planet for his divine purpose. You are not a mistake. Number two, God's call uh, is grace-based and is not works-based. And this is something I keep driving home because you got to get it. God called you before you were born. So this means that you were called before you did anything to earn it. You were called before you did anything to deserve it. God knew everything that you would do and he called you. He didn't call you based on your works because let's be honest, you, you haven't performed on the level of your assignment. 
God, if God only gave you what you deserve, you would be a, a man or a woman most miserable. So would I. So, so God didn't call you based on works. He called you based on his grace. And this also means that you cannot do anything to disqualify yourself because you never qualified in the first place. God called you before you could qualify. So he's not calling you based on your works or your performance. He called you based on his grace. So stop it. Stop beating yourself up and stop thinking or allowing the devil to tell you that you have disqualified yourself from something you never qualified for in the first place. Enter into God's rest. God's call on your life is not merit-based. It is grace-based. So stop trying to work for your assignment. Stop trying to earn something that you cannot earn. Receive it. Say yes to God's assignment because of his grace. Number three, Isaiah knew that God knew him before he was born. And this is something that you got to know. Isaiah knew that God knew him before he was born. Do you know that? Do you know that God knew you before you were born? Do you know that God knew you by name before your parents gave you a name? Do you know, know that God knew you from your mother's womb? I mean, like you are not a mistake and you got to know that God knew you even before you were born. When you know that, when you're like, okay, look, I'm not a mistake. I have a divine assignment. I have a divine purpose. And you open up your heart to, okay, Holy Spirit, tell me what I was born to do. And he reveals to you your purpose. And that purpose will give birth to vision. And you will live your life with clarity. You will live your life with focus. And you will live your life by the grace of God. Number four, Isaiah knew that he was on this planet to be God's servant. He's like, man, I know what, not only do I know that I was born for a purpose, but I know what it is. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. He knew that his life was not his own. He knew that he was not just on this planet to suck in air, to blow out air, to go to some parties, to watch some movies, to have some fun. No, you're not on this planet for that. My sister and I were just having this conversation to where within my culture, my family came from the Dominican Republic. They came to New York. They would work for 20 or 30 years, buy a house or some land in the Dominican Republic. And after 20 or 30 years, they would move back to DR and be like, hey, I'm done. I'm retired. And they were like 40 and 50 years old. And they were like, what are you going to do for the, for the rest of your life? Oh, I'm good. I'm done. God didn't send you to this planet for that. Man, I, I retired from the army after 25 years. And now I'm probably, well, no, I'm not probably. I'm busier. Isabella and I are busier today than we ever have been. And this is not what we expected, but this is what God planned. I mean, you're not here for yourself. You're not here to just say, okay, well, I have enough money. I'm done. Listen, I don't have to work. Thankfully, by the grace of God, Isabella doesn't either. But we're doing what God called us to do. You're not here just for your pleasure. You are not You are not your own. You are on this planet because God sent you to this planet. So you are here to bring glory to God. And you, you bring glory to God when you walk in your divine purpose, when you do what it is that God assigned you to do before the world began. Number five, Isaiah knew that his assignment was to lead Israel back to God. So he specifically knew what he was supposed to do. And he went out there and he did it. He didn't do 10 things. He did one thing. He didn't do 10 things. He did one thing. What I'm saying is when you know what you're born, what you are born to do, what you are graced to do, your life is not about a million things. You're, you don't wander aimlessly through life. Okay. You know, you, you meet people like that. They go, well, hey, I'm trying this. Okay. Hey, right now I'm going to try this. This is what I'm doing. This is my business. This is what I'm doing. Okay, cool. You see them two months later. Hey, how's that going? Oh, psh, I don't... Oh, you remember that? No, that was two months ago. Yeah, no, no. From that, I went to this. From this, I went to that. And they're always trying something. And, and because they don't know who they are, then they allow people to tell them who they are. 
or they, they just latch on to other people's assignments and they let other people say, oh, this is what I'm doing. Therefore, you should do it as well. Listen, you got to know who you are. You got to enter into God's rest. You got to know what, what you are called to do. And when, when you discover your purpose and, and God gives you vision and, and revelation and you know that what you have the grace for, then you can celebrate other people as they do what God has called them to do. And you're not moved by what they're doing. You, you're not, you don't allow them to put their assignment on you and you're not walking around trying to put your assignment on them. You sell, you allow, you free them to be them and you are free to be you. I am very comfortable being Rick Pena. That's it. I'm me. I, I don't have I don't have any problems being me. I, I I pray that you get comfortable in your own skin, that you that you become the person that God has called you to be for such a time as this. Listen, uh, yesterday I was having a conversation with somebody that was like, man, how is it that you can be so free to talk about Jesus and you're in this IT world and you're a leader and you're, you know, in the professional world in corporate America and you still just kind of like, you know, come on, man, I am who I am by the grace of God. When you know who you are, people respect that. Listen, I don't walk around saying Jesus, 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 Jesus. People that know me, I represent Jesus because people see Jesus in what I do, right? But what I'm saying is you got to be comfortable in who you are. And when you are and you walk in your divine assignment with confidence and courage and boldness and, and I am who I am by the grace of God, I am not a self-made man. I'm a God-made man. Even people that are not believers, they respect that. I mean, they're like, okay, well, look, you know, hey, this that's Rick. That's who Rick is. Like, you know, at least with Rick, you know what you're going to get. And, and you get the same thing every day, consistency. You got to be consistent in your message. You got to be consistent in your walk. You got to develop divine character because you, you got to develop the character to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with your assignment. And then you just be you, be the person that God has called you to be. People will respect that. Some people may not, but people, many, I will tell you that, that more people than not will honor and respect the anointing on your life when you fully embrace it and you walk in God's grace. Number six, and finally, let me close with this. Your purpose informs your grace. Once you know what you're called to do, you know what you have the grace to do. You know what God already placed on the inside of you. You know that his instruction is always equal to his injection. If God told you to do it, it's because you already have the grace to do it. So you can walk out there and you know that whatever God expects you to do, he already equipped you to do. And whatever he equipped you to do, he expects you to do. He expects you to get it done before you die. That's how you're supposed to live. Listen, I am determined to maximize my purpose and potential while I'm in the land of the living. I'm not going to wait. Listen, don't get, to, don't get to heaven and be like with regrets and say, well, I could have done this. I could have done that. No, you only have one life. You only have one shot at this thing, so you better make the most of it. And the way you make the most of it is not by more trying, is by more dying. You die to self, you yield to God, and you can live an amazing life. I'm going to close out this week with a prayer. Uh, well, we're going to do the declaration of faith, but I'm just telling you what I pray for you. I pray that the eyes of your understanding, right, where your divine purpose is concerned, would be enlightened, right? This is what Paul prayed in Ephesians 1 and 17. I'm praying that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. Literally, it means to be flooded with light so that you can know what is the hope of your calling and the exceeding great riches that we have in heavenly places in Christ Jesus towards us with who believe. I pray that you would know what God planned for you to do on this planet, like why you were born. I pray that you get to the point where you're comfortable being yourself that you don't have to be jealous of anyone else because that's devaluing who God called you to be. I pray that you get to the point where you have the faith, the confidence, the boldness, the courage to walk in God's grace without, you know, uh, 
without excuse. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not going to make excuses for who God called me to be. I'm going to walk in my divine assignment and I'm going to do it with confidence and boldness and courage. I pray that you become the man, the woman that God called you to be before the world began. I pray that the grace of God will overtake you and overwhelm you and flow to you and through you right now in this season so that when people encounter you, they encounter Jesus. That is my prayer for you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your grace. I know that you knew me before the world began. I am not a mistake. I am on this planet for your purpose. I am here to glorify your name. My life is not about me or selfish desires. My life is about you and your divine purpose. So I enter this day bringing glory to your name. I declare that I engage in every meeting, every conversation, and all the activity I engage in focused on doing everything with a spirit of excellence because you are an excellent God. I am here to do your bidding. I represent your kingdom and I fulfill your purpose. I live my life to manifest your finished work. I do this by faith. I have the courage to see the invisible and to attempt the impossible because I have a revelation of your grace. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. I pray that, listen, if you talk to me for a few minutes, you're going to feel like you can do anything. That's my, that's my assignment. My assignment, my assignment or my purpose is to help people discover their purpose and to, to walk in their divine assignment. I pray that you get built up even now, that you, that you are encouraged, that you're fired up to be who it is that God has called you to be for such a time as this. Head into this day and head into this weekend embracing the grace of God. And do me a favor, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Let's let everyone everywhere know that God made plans for them. I love you. God loves you. God bless you.